Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the Cricket Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cricket Podcast. Let's be joyful. Let's be exciting. The Ashes is nearly over. The humiliation is nearly complete. The play, they've probably been able to, you know, charter an earlier flight. Um, it's its its cricket, isn't it? It's in a Hobart. Uh, there were 17 wickets or something today. There's plenty of fun. Um, I'm sure we'll find some content to talk about, uh, even if it's the same content as, as a few of our other shows. I am Jack Hope. I don't know if I said this was the cricket podcast, but I just launched into a run about Hobart. Uh, but you, you listen to the cricket podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that is uh, Ross Legg in his white T-shirt. You're looking very angelic there, Ross Backlit. Yep. That was um, after, uh, after your point around the church, I'm just trying to make sure that I've got as much light as possible. Yes. Yeah, I've still... I, uh, frescas, I think, is the word I was looking for. Do you remember? Um, if you were... Yes, though, was, the beginning of the show was basically me saying, I can't remember the word, I can't remember the word. Fresca, I think, is the word that I was, uh, that I was thinking of. Um, Ross, before we get into talking about all of the carnage, it was a very difficult day for batting. Carnage is the is the word. Um, what are the messages for our listeners? Um, you can follow us at the Cricket Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And um, if you're watching us on YouTube, then like this video, um, subscribe to our channel. We're on the road to 10k. We're so close 10K. to being there. Like, like only like 600 more people to go. Yeah, um, we had a, like and- we had a nice growth spurt when the ashes started, and people were like, "Oh, this is new and exciting, and could go either way." Now we're in the 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 growth pit of despair. Yeah, um, yeah people are just like, I can't believe they're getting up every day to watch the Ashes <laughs> and still talk about it on the podcast. That's the that's the thing that people are. Um, this is an endurance race, not a sprint. Yeah, <laughs> that's the exactly. Yeah, um, um, and then we, we've also got Patreon. We are revamping our Patreon options, as Jack was mentioning yesterday. So go on to Patreon, sign up, contribute to the show, um, so I can get a better microphone because this one's rubbish. Um, you want to? <laughs> do you want to know something, Ross? I would love to know something. The, the revamp is complete. The revamp is woo-hoo! the revamp is complete. Um, I will. I can read out what what you get if you become a patron. It's actually it's, it's pretty good now. Um, I just have to work out 
So keep 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 doing your messages, and I'll bring that up. <laughs> Um, and then also, um, if you're listening to us on Spotify, they've introduced a, um, a rating feature. So give us a five star on there uh, because we know you love the show. Um, Jack, have you got the Patreon yeah. thing up? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So we have added, if you are a Patreon, um, there are a few things you already got. You've got the whole history of the IPL, the ball by ball data for that. So if you're into cricket analytics, uh, if you're into the IPL, you can you know find out who is the best number four in the year 2012 that played for Delhi or RCB. You could, you could, you can go into that and you can get like an exact breakdown, all the stats you want, who gets who out, blah, 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 blah. You can, you can really go deep um, or, on all of that. Uh, we, we also, we were answering your questions um, at a higher level. There was, there was some meet and meet and greet, etc. that kind of thing. And you could, you got access to, to us. You could, chat with us whenever you wanted to through patreon but here's what we're adding that will be new um we will be recording a monthly patreon exclusive episode uh, it won't be a topical show it'll be something a little bit different uh, just our thoughts on a certain facet of the game or, or whatever idea we come up with maybe we'll make a documentary series ross um you had the idea didn't you to do the alan stanford documentary about two years ago yeah, we never did it and then that, the, <laughs> the guys James. from Enders, yeah the guys from Tailenders swooped in um, and, and stole it from us. I don't know. Um, it probably won't be that to begin with, but but it, it could be. Who knows? Uh, on a quarterly basis, we'll also be doing a live Q&A with Patreons exclusively. We'll probably do that via Zoom so you can log in, say hello to us um, virtual, virtually. Um, and to make things a little bit more interactive, um, we're, we're we're not sure where this will go, but we're starting with this. We're we're going to do a best men's cricketer competition, um, and if you are a patron, you get to vote in that. So uh, your vote will go towards uh, our of the cricket podcast best men's cricketer award. Um, in addition to our votes, Ross, you, you'll you'll be logging your votes soon. I hope uh, I did mine today, uh, and all of the guests that we get on the show will be voting too. Think of it like the Ballon d'Or, but for cricket. That's what we're launching. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's what we want. Yeah. We, 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 yeah. Uh, we'll give it a French name as well. I think that's bat, what we, I think that's what people door. want. Yeah, the yeah. bat door. <laughs> the bat door. <laughs> the bat come door. And, come and vote. That's and you get all of that for five bucks. There's some higher levels as well where you get a hat, and if you want to support the show a little bit more, and then 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 do that. But there's some um, some good stuff on Patreon. It's on the screen at the bottom below me if you're on YouTube or or, or in the show notes. Patreon.com forward slash the cricket pod. Five bucks, four pounds, four hundred nine rupees, seven Aussie dollars, um, and they're the main markets covered. Ross, let's get back to the cricket. That was a, a little bit of an interlude for for Patreon there. But um, let's, let's talk about the cricket. What happened today for people um, who were just waking up? Wickets, wickets, wickets. Um, you were definitely right, Jack. There were 17 that fell today. Um, last night we said uh, on the podcast that England had to have a big first hour and kind of get through them. Um, if they get anywhere close to 300, then we are in trouble. Um, they got very close to 300. They got 303 in total. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex Carey, a, a bit of a scratchy 24 off of 60 to 60 balls. Really doesn't look like the Alex Carey we've seen um, play before. Um, Mitchell Stark and Cummins didn't come off this time, but Nathan Lyon, yeah. decided to turn it on the style. Um, he did so well, in fact, that he managed to get himself out of the night watchman role because they were just like, his runs down the order are so valuable. He boomed three sixes in his innings um, and was ably supported by uh, Scott Boland as well, who um, 
who came out tonight and um, managed to seal off uh, the torrid um, abuse from uh, from Mark Wood's hostile bowling. Um, yep. England, again, they probably did as well as they probably could do, right? I think it was inevitable that there was going to be a partnership at the end. We thought there'd be about 70 runs. There was about 70 runs. Um, and it was set up perfectly for Australia, who took um, yeah, a good innings lead. Like England are yet to get to 300. Um, and so already it was a mental blow. Um, then this clown car started getting rid of the clowns, didn't it, out of it. They opened the door. Rory Burns slipped and he was run out um, in painful yeah. fashion. Um, Zach Crawley got bumped out. Um, and then, we, again, Daddy Root and Dawid Milan, we were just like, oh, do you know what? Bit of a partnership forming here. This is looking good. Um, but no, it's, uh, it's just just a torrid, torrid time. Um, unfortunately, the recall of Ollie Pope um, didn't do anything, which is a shock to everybody. Sam Billings looked okay, actually, in, test, in his test match debut. Um, and Chris Wokes, probably with the worst 36 um, you'll ever see. Um, somehow, one of those innings where you just you just couldn't get out. It was just in that position where anything that he did, it was just like, oh, well, I've managed to manage to avoid that somehow. Um, and Stark finally got the man. Um, and again, it just wasn't good enough for England. Like we we talk again that England's we couldn't restrict them in the in bowling where Australia hit three hundred, but batting wise, we hit one hundred eighty eight, and it, it was feeble, an absolutely feeble yeah. attempt. Um, and I think we woke, woke up to messages from you, uh, the cricket screw, but everything, and just people would be like, it's embarrassing. Like, we, we are just an embarrassment when it comes to test cricket at this point in time. Um, and so Australia had to bat again in the same day, purely the fact that, yeah, they'd rolled us um, and they had a tricky bit, uh, what, tricky two hours um, of the evening with a ball under lights. And England did okay. But I mm-hmm. think if England, looking back on that, actually, we bowled really well. Um, I think that the... Um, I think that the conditions obviously suited England very nicely. We've got water out and it's amazing now you look back pair, on why you did get a pair. It's amazing that you you look back on why Stuart Broad wasn't in the side um, first and foremost, because he's got David Warner on toast yet again. Um, Usman Kawaja got a brutal bouncer from Mark Wood, one of the best bouncers I think I've ever seen. Um, and he was caught behind, um, but not before um, Marlon Labashane um, was out to um, Chris Wokes. Um, a good catch strangled down the leg side from uh, Sam Billings. Um, but then Scott Boland, 25 deliveries, blocking out as the Night Watchman. And, and Jack, we're not massive fans of the Night Watchman, are we here? But um, I think this was a move from Australia to be like, Do you know what? Our selection has been great throughout this uh, throughout this series. Um, every time we've changed number fives, they've scored a century. You've got mm. Travis Head coming in, scored the, and then Usman Kawaja hits back-to-back centuries at five. Scott Boland. Scott Boland is on for a century in this uh, in this innings. You've heard it here first. Um, uh, and yeah, that's, that summarises the game. Um, there was one, I was doing comms this morning for Gorilla Cricket, um, uh, just before, I don't know, the second break in day-night test matches, I, I still don't really know what it's called. Is it dinner? The tea. evening break. Tea. It's not tea though, is it? Because it's too late for tea. It's like first pint of the day break. <laughs> um, that's that's what it coincides with in my lifestyle. Um, Billings and Pope are back together, and mm. and somebody I was on comms with said, "Oh, this is this is a really nice little partnership they've got going here." Twenty five they had on the board, and Pope was out the very next ball. Um, it like literally. Literally, the, they said that. We had time to acknowledge the fact that 25 wasn't really a very good partnership. And then and then somebody was out the ball after. 
Um, and that's what we've been reduced to, isn't it, really? You know, from an England point of view, Milan and Root have actually had some partnerships. Stokes and Bairstow had um, an innings or had one in one innings, didn't they? Uh, otherwise, it's been pretty, pretty sparse. Um, and even though it looked, it looked like it got a little bit better after the SCG, it looked like they're, they're, that, you know, maybe Crawley had found a, a, a groove. Maybe he has, we don't know. I mean, it's, it, it, he's failed today, but... You say he's failed. Yeah. 18 is far 18, better than what yeah, we used point, to. Actually. Yeah, fair point. <clears throat> he was in a really good partnership with uh, David Milan. Uh, <laughs> it was worth, hold on, let me get this up. It was worth, oh, 27. Um, that's, a really great pa- that's a great partnership. <laughs> that's a great partnership, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's it's as you say, Ross. It's it's just f- fucking awful, really, isn't it? It's, there's no, there's no, there's no real cause for optimism. Um, yeah, it's the end of a tough tour, right? We've we've been mm-hmm. banjaxed by Australia. Like the Australian bowling line has been phenomenal. Um, every <clears throat> batsman in their side has hit runs at some point or another. Um, and it's just something that England haven't been able to do consistently well at all, really. Um, and I think people who sit there and say, oh, look, England's bowling's not brilliant. Our batting is absolutely atrocious. And I, I, mean, I mean, you're not going to solve that when you haven't got any other players other than James Vince and Sam Billings in the country that you can pick from. So um, um, I'm still surprised they picked Ollie Pope again. He did a fantastic catch at backward point to get rid of the water. But his contribution this tour has been... Other than win the wicket, other win, other than catching, has been negligible. Yeah, there's a couple of things I'd like to challenge in that have been the, the narratives that are that are out there. Yep. Um, first of all, John Lewis, the England bowling coach, had a pop at Ollie Robinson uh, yesterday, and it's you know at that point in time, it seemed like there was justification for that. He was labouring, he had back spasms. Um, as it turns out, Ollie Robinson has bowled like way more than any English bowler in first-class cricket in the last two years, bowled way more overs last year than any English bowler, took more wickets and had a better average. So I'm not sure Ollie Robinson is the is the problem. Um, interesting person to scapegoat, your best player, basically, or your second best player for, for the last nine months. Um, that's a little bit curious. The second thing is that there's a, a very strange narrative going around, um, perpetuated by Cricket View on Twitter who is a writer for ESPN Crick Info. Um, the, 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 the problem for England is not actually their batting, which, you know, let's leave 300 aside here. I think they failed to make 205 times on this tour. Their, their batting performance today, we were, I was joking about this with somebody else. They, this was their second best first inning deficit of the tour. At the at the halfway stage in in in, in these five test matches, this is the second best performance they cut they came up with a deficit of I think it was 117 at the changeover. Um, they the 122 at the SCG was next best, and I think 80 um, somewhere I can't remember where, but it was 80 in one test. They've had deficits of 200, like 180. This is this is a pretty good performance, there's, but there's a there's a, a view being perpetuated erroneously. The England's problem on this tour has been the bowling. Um, now, I, 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 I've got some, some, some thoughts about that, Ross, but I, I don't know if you've seen that going round, and I, I don't know if you agree with it. Maybe you, maybe you, maybe you do. Uh, I think, um, I think after one of the test matches is where it started. 
And I think I couldn't resist responding. So um, I'm definitely of the view that it's the bowler's fault. Uh, You're of the view that it's the bowler's fault. It's, it's, it can't be anything else, can it, Jack? Like the bowlers, <laughs> the bowlers are not hitting enough runs. That's that's the issue. Like their 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 role down the bottom of the order is to hit runs, and they're just not doing it on a consistent basis. Um, they can't. They're not bailing out the top of the top of the batting lineup. So what what are they there for, Jack? Why do, why do we just yeah, put I mean, a team yeah. of team of batters? Up against a team of batters and see what happens, shall we? Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think it's, it's it's strange that anyone would think this. To be honest, now look, England's bowlers probably aren't as good as Australian's bowlers in in Australian conditions. But that that I don't think is a controversial statement to make either. That Cummins is, you know, probably the best bowler in the world. Um, I'd I'd say. Um, yeah, you know, I've seen a lot of Bumrah and Cummins side by side basically over the last two weeks, and I, I think Cummins has consistently outbowled Boomer, who I maybe have had as the number one until this series. It's been a long time since Cummins had, had, had been playing, had played a test match. So, so mm. again, it fluctuates between those two, doesn't it? Stark's had a fantastic series. He's, yeah. he's gone from strength to strength and Scott Boland, his average is now over 10. Uh, it's in, it's in double digits with the ball. Embarrassing. But you can't really fault like 15 wickets in three tests uh, at 10, can you? Or whatever it is, or 17 wickets in three tests at 10. Um, he's we thought Akshay Patel was a revelation this bloke is um, something else in, in, in these kind of conditions so yeah look Australia's bowling has been better than England's but they're not really up against much are they it's if you look at this side by side so the the, the theory goes that England England's England have lost this series because their bowling is bad because even when Smith Labuschagne and Warner fail Australia still managed to get 300, which takes agency, completely takes agency away from Cameron Green and Travis Head and Usman Kawaja, who have all, all three of them have played some brilliant innings across, across this series. And if you compare them side by side with their English counterweight, who's the, who's the fourth best English batter on this tour? Um, throwing it open Stone. to you here. Bairstow. Bairstow. Head or Bairstow? <laughs> You're taking Travis Head. He's at two. He's the leading run scorer in the series. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, even if even if you take it, if you look zoom out from this series and you just say career side by side, you'll take like Travis Head looks like a better player. Uh, who's England's fifth best batter? Uh, Milan. But it's not no because Milan's like England's second best. We've got Root, Stokes, Milan. Maybe yeah. Milan yeah, could Bear be the fourth best. Bearstow could be in the top. He could be on the podium. Could be Hamid. <laughs> could be Zach Crawley. You're definitely taking Kawaja. There's, there's yeah. no contest. Same for Cameron Green. It's what up against one of the the dross picks. Um, seventh best batter, Stark. Stark for, for Australia has has comfortably, or, or it's been, maybe not comfortably, but it's been kind of close to the folks, but I think Stark has been better. Um, and this is this is also ignoring the fact that of the three, the top threes or the top three batters on either side, Labuschagne, Smith, and Warner. Um, Where Wokes? You know, Wokes has been the best. Like if Paul but, 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 but like if no, I'm talking <laughs> career-wise. You know, Root probably stands up certainly recently, certainly in the last two years, with someone like Smith, who you say is probably Australia's best batter. Mm-hmm. England's second best batter versus Labuschagne is no contest, and England's third best batter versus Warner is no contest. It's it's. Um, you know, that's where the series has been lost. And I, I, I can't, I, I just, you know, we're sort of running out of ways to talk about England being bad at batting. So we're, we're being creative here a little bit and, and coming up with another angle. But if you do, if you are interested in, in how cricket works, um, then that is, that is the problem, isn't it? It's it, it fundamentally, 
England are a team of of, of players that. But that's not a, that's not a difficult bit. Can't compete batting wise, <laughs> and it's not a difficult bit of analysis, is it? Like that, that, that that's that's the biggest thing for me. Like you, you look at this information that you right in front of you, and someone is going right. Here's all of the evidence, and someone's just going, yeah, but I don't believe you. It's like it's always like it's, a, yeah. it's like a, it's like a having an anti-vax approach to what's what's happening with yeah, England's it's, it's England's anti-vax. It's anti-vax. That's what it's it is. Men, it's mental. Um, anyway. So England bad at batting. Um, Australia, pretty good with the ball again. Cummins. Uh, what I love about Cummins, I think we sort of said this on the last show, is that he, he is like five of... He's the best bowler in the world in five different forms. So he he could be probably the best bowler in the world just by bowling like pretty fast um, or, or in the frame. He could be the best bowler in the world just because of his control. He could be the best bowler in the world because of the movement he gets on the ball. But he is able to combine all of these things at will uh, and, and, and basically, basically screw you any way he chooses. Um, like he can he can look at you and be like, "Well, there's a weakness to the ball moving away here, so get some of that, Ollie Pope." There's a weakness to the ball coming in. See you later, Joe Root. Um, another another masterclass from him. Um, and he, he's been hunting in a in a pretty successful pack. But just yeah, head and head and shoulders above um, the the rest. I think skill wise. I agree, and I think I think what we need to talk about is like it's, this is his first series as captain as well, right? He's been he's been great, like he, he genuinely has been great, and I think they've they've managed their team really well. Um, we got an email late last night, didn't we, from uh, an Australian PE teacher? Oh yes, yeah. No, oh, don't read out where his work was. He look, he's not just a PE teacher; he's a very He's got. He's, I, this is what I wondered. Head of department. Head of department. Okay, well now you have to anonymize who this is because you can't read out his his name. Okay. Jeff, just call him Jeff. Jeff but he from knows. Brisbane. Yeah. He's talking. He's, he's pretty much said that the Australian selectors, like everything Australia have done this this series from have you selection. Got the email up? Uh, yeah, I've got it. I've got it in front of me. I can, no, I can just, write just read it out. Yeah, read it out. Cheers, Jeff. You know who you are. You're not. You're not Jeff. But yeah, we, we I've, if, if, I've, I've sent it from your work email. What are we supposed to do? Yeah, long time. I think listener. he was bragging about his job. I, yeah, I think so. I mean, if you're if you're the head of if you're the head of department or the head of a PE department, what what more are you doing? Especially if you're a cricket fan, yeah. um, long time listener, first time caller. Um, I've really enjoyed listening to you lads over the summer to get an English perspective on the Ashes. Um, I'd like to propose the Aussie selectors as the men of the series for the following reasons: opted for Head over Kawaja in first test in Brisbane. Head makes a hundred. Opted for Richardson in the second test in Adelaide. Richard Richardson takes a fifer. Opted for Boland in the third test. You lads know the rest. Um, opted for Kawaja in the fourth test, twin tons for Uzi. Uh, opted for head over Harris in the fifth test, scores a ton. Um, like obviously, some of the local intel helps. However, the performances on those select 50-50 calls has been top dollar. Um, so that, that, that just sums it up really, like how brilliant that they have been. And it comes back to again, Cummings being selected as captain was a huge thing for Australia. The way in which they've approached this has been great. Yes, they haven't had to do bio bubbles and all those kind of excuses that are at the start, but they have been phenomenal. Um, and they are pounding England into the ground. Um, and they were only what? They were one ball away from winning um, the other test that we managed to salvage a draw on. And unfortunately, Steve Smith had to bowl it. Like, it's just because of the yeah. light. Yeah, they, so, had, they had two Cummins overs fresh back for a new spell. Look, I'm not a betting man, unlike Mr. Steve in the chat, who's just placed £150 on England. Um, I'm not a betting man, but, but if I were, I'd be betting on Cummins over James Anderson in that, in that situation. 
Um, George Bailey is the head selector, isn't he, for, for Australia? Um, the namesake of uh, James Stewart's character in, in uh, A Wonderful Life. Um, don't know, take from that what you will. Something about angels. There's an angel in it. Clarence. Maybe he has an angel called Clarence who's, who's providing some guidance and is contributing to, to success on those 50-50 calls. If you've seen the It's a Wonderful Life, uh, George Bailey famously, he, he's going to jump into the, the freezing river to commit suicide after he loses... Uh, $8,000, which is a lot of money in 1947. Um, and, and, and no doubt that's what Mr. Steve in the chat's going to lose as well. Yeah, yeah, his yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And so the angel Clarence, um, who hasn't earned his wings, comes down and shows George Bailey what life would be like if George Bailey didn't exist. And maybe that's what's happened here. Maybe maybe the real George Bailey, the head of selectors for, for, for Australia has been shown by an angel, Clarence, or maybe the angel, Shannon Gabriel. Um, <laughs> yeah, the angel, Shannon Gabriel. Yeah. Um, has been shown what would have happened if he'd made the other side of those calls, picked Kawaja in the first test, not picked Boland, picked someone else instead of Richardson, blah, 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 blah. Maybe he has has had insight and um, has, has made those correct calls um, for, for the good of Australia. It's a bit of a stretch, isn't it? You know, but, but it's a theory. And that's how science works. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Ross, what else have we got to talk about from today? Uh, I, I think it's just uh, well, they say, I think England fans might be able to sit there and chastise like how England have come across that. Like, Tim Wilson Davis in the chat now talking about will anything change with the ECB? Like England's whole thing has been yeah pretty dire really. If we're, if we're honest, we've we've, we've picked the wrong players, um, but at the same time, like actually, there might just not be better ones at this point in time. We haven't got a massive crop of uh, things to select from, or. The flip side of that is that our selection process is fundamentally broken. Um, and depending on which way you want to see it, depends on what's going to happen. Um, but I think um, a load of credit has to go to the Australians um, because they've just yeah done everything better than us. Everything. Um, anyway, let's uh, let's talk about something else because um, it's a bit too depressing to be... What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? Uh, let's just talk about um, religion, or let's talk about... Yeah, We do have a couple of questions. Vijay Ruban. Uh, asked well this is the only question actually and then, and then we might have one in the chat so if you've got any questions for the chat if, and especially if they're not about the ashes i guess then um you know we'll do five ten minutes of, of impromptu q a uh vj <laughs> says was tom harrison's comments about resetting english cricket to prioritize the test team too late to save his job um, i don't really know who fires tom harrison and i think he's from the boris johnson school of of um shame i.e he has none didn't didn't go to that particular class um yeah i don't know i i i think he's here for the long haul uh, how long did he to, i think he has to hang around for a little bit longer to make sure he trousers that two million pounds doesn't he for whatever he yeah, did yeah i can't believe that it's just <laughs> absolutely mental like, it's, it's, it's that bit like no matter what you do you still get rewarded like failing up is just ridiculous it is. yeah it is yeah yeah yeah. he'll probably walk into like a non-exec role um on on some board somewhere <laughs> And this one, like, the like, cricket business segment is back. This, 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 business, this, yeah, yeah. And this, this, cricket this, business. I think this is what amazes me around this kind of stuff. Like, you, like failing upwards when, and yeah, as you say, like he's probably got a job lined up after the ECB, which is going to pay him a nice cushy salary. He's going to have yeah. a really easy life, and yet all the evidence suggests that he's a bit of an idiot. Like and yeah. and, and, and like, was it right in front of you in one of the like. Let's be honest; it can't be that difficult to be to to run. English cricket. Let's. I, I just don't. I, think, I don't think uh, so. You've just got to like like gin and tonic, really. And <laughs> if you can, if you can knock back the gins, don't you don't want to say anything embarrassing in front of the the other people that matter. 
Mm-hmm. Like, and by that, I don't mean like all this bollocks about test cricket, the stuff that we think is embarrassing. I mean, you need to know like which fork to eat with in the long run. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You, you got to make sure that. that you got to make sure your egg and bacon tie is is the right one. Is it, that's, that's yeah, you, you, exactly. Yeah, you, you need to know the difference between a morning suit and a smoking jacket, and yeah. and, and all of that. It's that's really where the skill is in being the the head honcho of English cricket. Yeah, there's a, different, a difference between cricket. knowing what a port glass is and what a sherry glass is. That's exactly. that's the kind of stuff that exactly, you need to be. A, and, I, yeah. and actually, as a as an England administrator, that can't be that difficult. Um, but somehow this guy seems to make it look really difficult. Yeah, well, um, um, he's still going, isn't he? I yeah, I, I don't, I, I yeah, I don't think he will. Um, I don't think he'll go anywhere. We have some questions in the chat. There's some good okay. ones. What are your thoughts on what's happening with Djokovic in Australia? That's a good one, Paul Ross. What do you reckon about that? Uh, absolutely hilarious. Um, one, it's kind of funny, isn't it? Yeah. It's quite funny. Uh, one just shows you how mental the uh, I think you mental twice there. It's probably not very correct. Um, so there's how ridiculous um, the Australian government is, um, but also um, and how Djokovic is kind of seemingly like kind of a uh, um, what's the word. Um, I'm trying not to make this too political, if I'm perfectly honest, Jack. But you've got this. Well, the very, next question got, is which religion this... is best and why? So um... <laughs> you've, you've got this. You've got this uh, wonderfully like talented person who has got so much white privilege, and he's a rich white man, um, and then he's stuck in a detention centre with a system that is typically around pushing down on. Uh, other people join like the company, uh, getting into the country um and it's amazing how that is being oh it's a disgrace that he's having to stay in this kind of hotel or stay in this kind of thing getting detained when people have to go through that every single day and uh, just a rich powerful white man getting the treatment and it's just quite you know it's shining a light where australia don't want a light to be shone and it's also showing that Djokovic is yeah just a bit of a twat really isn't it so yeah well said um, we're going to, Tim, we're going to dodge the religion question, um, if that's right with you. He's genuinely he asked that. Cr- yeah, cricket's a, the yeah, only yeah, religion, yeah, yeah. mate. Um, oh, who else? This is a great one. Do you think KS Barat should be England's second choice test wicketkeeper? Should it be England's or is, is India's, India's second India's choice? second choice top. Um, I don't know. Yeah, why not? I mean, Riddham and Saha's old. <laughs> why did Burns come back into the side they've got no other options that one's simple it was it was think... funny it was really funny Burns I felt sorry for him I think yeah, yeah I was just like oh, when, when you when your luck's out it's um yeah. oh, what, what I like about it on all like the um all the scorecards and things like that he's referred to as Rory Joseph Burns no no other cricketers actually like that they don't you don't say all three names but Rory Joseph Burns is up there on the Google uh, scorecard and I don't know why uh, Mr. C says, if I win my bet, I will don- donate the entirety of the bet to this channel exchange it in exchange for my flag being placed to next next to your logo for the three next three podcasts. That your flag. Like a good deal. Have you got a yeah, flag? Got a flag. A, an own let's, let's, mm, hold on. Let's just double check what the flag is. Before <laughs> we, <laughs> uh, we want a little bit of control over the flag, but we, we do generally like the idea. Yeah, and do you think Scott Bowden should be kept considered for one of the county sides? I would be surprised if someone isn't making some calls as we speak um, uh, on, yeah. on that front. He'll be playing at the next Ashes in England, I'd have thought. Um, it's, it's it's it looks like he's a match made in heaven for a newbie one at Headingley. 
Well, as uh, as Aditya points out, that uh, Boland has root in his pocket, so um, there is a there is a thing like that. But I yeah. think um, it's interesting. And everyone it, else in the England back nine up too. It's a very big yeah. pocket. Yeah, it's a very big, deep, <laughs> sort of deep pocket, old Boland. Um, I felt kind of sorry for him when he got shoved out to bat tonight. Like he he, he did really well to survive against yeah. what was a really good bowling spell yeah, from Wood. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think yeah, I think Boland is an interesting one because they've Australia have just got this habit of just having a good third or fourth seamer just hanging around somewhere. Mm. Um, remember, like Stuart Clark was unbelievable. Um, ben Hilfenhaus caused England trouble. And he, he, he no, was... Like he, like, Stuart Harris? Yeah, Harris? Someone Harris? Yeah, Ryan, Ryan Harris. Ryan Harris, yeah. Yeah, so there's, there's always like this third or fourth seamer that just absolutely terrorises England um, yeah. every now and again. And it's just, um, yeah, it's, it's a great uh, production line they've got there. It is. It certainly is. Uh, we'll finish on this one because we, we can do some IPL stuff soon. So we can, a little warm up, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the first first run of the year, I guess this will be on the on the IPL. Who is the next foreign pace bowler to be picked for a high price in the IPL auction? Well, Chris Morris went, didn't he? Not went, retired. So he's um, he's off the docket. Who, mm-hmm. if, you were, if you were, I don't know, luck now, Ahmedabad, somebody who wants a fast bowler from abroad, who, who are you going to pick? Um, well, we always think around recency bias, don't we, right? And when, yeah. when, when if someone performs well against India, their price goes up so again. So Shaheen Afridi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I think Rabada is definitely going to go for big money because he's oh, not been retained. Rabada. Yeah. Um, yeah, and yeah. I think I think um, Nokia didn't Marco. even play, but Nokia. Will, I think Nokia's been retained by Delhi, isn't he? Um, Marco so, Janssen. Yeah, R- yeah, R- R- Rabada and Marco Janssen. I reckon there'll be a nice little bidding war for them because Janssen can bat as well, and you know, Rabada yeah. can hit and Rabada can boom some sixes. So, yeah, I think they're the big um, time. And also, I want to call out Royal Dong in the chat, saying we don't have any idea who KS Barrett is. Like we've watched more IPL than than anyone, I reckon, yeah. in, in the in, in Western yeah, we media. I'm going to put, put that. Yeah, he's a. Big boy Barrett, as we yeah, call big, him on the pod. Big, big, um, big boy Barrett. <laughs> uh, I think I'm, I'm going to say I don't think it'll be Jameson. No, someone's put that in the chat. I don't think it'll be Jameson. Uh, Woody hasn't had a go in the IPL, has he? I think he, no, he, and he, pulled, and he pulled out last minute, didn't he? Last time, yeah. so he pulled out he, the day before the he auction. would have been a millionaire. I think yeah. based on the prices that that people are going for, probably already is a millionaire to be honest. But um, I think if he if he throws his name in, he'll someone will someone will put five crore on. Mm on wood uh, and it'll probably be a decent pickup as well i mean if you look look, look you could have wood or chris johnson chris jo- chris johnson, chris johnson. Uh, you know the the nfl yeah, wide probably, receiver probably. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no um chris jordan that their their options probably be similarly paid um but one will be a well-informed decision and one and one will not um <laughs> I'd, I'd have thought um but yeah apart from that we don't know uh, ross we wrap this up be a pretty quick one today. Um, mm-hmm. We're back. You're back tomorrow, aren't you? With with Shane Dietz, head of Man. Netherlands women's cricket, ex South Australia player, to probably tell us all about how England have got it wrong again, <laughs> um, which will be fun. Um, yeah. So see you later, everyone else. I'm I'm off playing football with the with with, with the lads. The lads. The lads. Uh, oh, uh, final reminder: patreoncom slash the cricket pod. Um, go over there. We've got some some serious. Good stuff lined up. Go and get your vote in as well. If you are a Patreon guy, go over to your Patreon account. In your messages will be your voting slip for the best men's cricketer in the world. Um, because you're a Patreon, you get you get equal voting power as Ross and myself and Dan Norcross, um, which is good, isn't it? You know, 
Uh, <laughs> that's democracy, baby. Uh, as long as you pay to enter, which is also a little bit like democracy, but we've done politics for this show. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash the cricket pod. See you later. Have a good weekend. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.